Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Sophia Renea Morales and I have an amazing guest with me today that I'm excited to have back. We have Bob the Psychic with us today. Hi. Hi. But before we swing into the introduction of Bob, I know some of you will remember him, but some of you will be new. So before we swing into that, I'd like to remind you that I have a wonderful event happening tomorrow evening happens every Tuesday as a matter of fact we have our sacred living lab and we are currently doing life between lives so if you've been curious about what goes on on the other side what you do between incarnations uh, this is the the evening you want to join in with us it's ten dollars and you can sign up at bit.ly that's bit.ly bit.ly slash spirit talks one that's s-p-i-r-i-t-t-a-l-k-s and a numeric one so i've got bob the psychic with me today and bob and i are going to discuss a, a number of things but the important thing for you to know is if you're interested in getting a mini reading with bob you can call in with your question at 866-472-472 5795. That's 866-472-5795. And so now I will introduce Bob. Bob has always been an intuitive with a special sense of things happening around himself and others. And as he's grown older, these signs and messages have become louder, clearer, and stronger. Bob is a psychic, a master channel, and a medium who shares divine healing messages that bring empowerment and inspiration to all areas of his clients' lives. He also reads tarot and angel cards to help others gain a sense of peace, understanding, clarity, and emotional healing. His journey opening his gifts started rather late in life and has allowed him to really make a difference in so many people's lives. We have that in common, Bob. You and I were both late bloomers. <laughs> yes, very much a late bloomer, yes. Welcome to the show. And, Thank you. Uh, Quick, before we get into things, if you didn't get the number written down earlier, I'm going to repeat it one more time. It's 866-472-5795. So as we're waiting for people to get themselves together to come and ask their burning questions, because there's always an area or two in your life, even when you're intuitive, that you have trouble getting an objective answer around. You kind of care too much. That's usually my problem. I care too much about it and, and what the ultimate answer is. <laughs> Do you have that problem, Bob? Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it just kind of depends what it is. I have people that call me and we share psychic messages amongst ourselves all the time. And then, yeah. But after a while, we, we keep digging so deep because we just want to know and it gets annoying. So, yeah. But I do. Yes. I understand what you're talking about. Absolutely. So, does it mean to you bob when you talk about living a spiritual life approaching your life in a spiritual way um to me that means kind of um feeling that you're listening to your intuition that you're being guided to what it is that's happening around you i noticed that since i've started doing that um the events that happen to my life seem 
to have more meaning. Like it's no longer a coincidence that such and such happened. It's just like, oh yeah, that happens all the time. I feel like that um, for me, it's just being like more guided to a place of um, acceptance and understanding about what's going on and looking back at some of the nasty things that have happened and instead of looking at them as painful, mean, whatever that is, more like a, a lesson, like something that I needed to know to move on to something bigger and better later on. And I feel well, that my... Go yeah, ahead. and I, I find they aren't always just lessons. Sometimes they're actually answers to prayers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just don't come wrapped very pretty. <laughs> right. I've had a lot of those, but I think everyone has too. Um, but definitely since I started on this journey, that it's just different than it was before. It doesn't seem like um, stuff happens, like comes out of left field so much. It's like, oh, I had a feeling that was going to happen or, oh yeah, of course that makes sense, that kind of thing. So it's definitely just a sense of, I want to say being guided is the best way I can say it. So not that um, you still don't get surprised and things happen that you don't expect, but it's not as shocking as it used to be. Yeah, exactly. Exactly so. I, I find I approach life with more of a curiosity. It's like, okay, I'm getting the hit that this isn't going to happen. So hmm, what is? <laughs> right. Or like even when you want something really to happen, you can find kind of because you kind of know whether it's actually going to happen or not. I don't know if that one makes sense, but yeah, it's okay. kind of like that for me. Like I have a better understanding of like whether that's a reasonable thing to want to have happen to you versus what's not reasonable. And the other thing that I notice about it too, is I have a greater sense of what, um, when I'm doing things for my highest self and highest good, I know when I'm doing that versus when I'm doing things that I know are not, but I'm doing those anyways, because they're fun or whatever that is. Yeah, exactly. Well, we have a couple of callers already, Bob. We have uh, Kelly on the line. If you would like to bring Kelly on for us. Kelly, are you there? I'm here. Yay! Okay. Hi, Kelly. Hi. So what full disclosure, I, I know Kelly, and so she's calling to talk to you, Sophia. Oh, okay. Very good. So I'm all ears. And I wanted to say that um, I'm a late bloomer, too. Yes, she is, actually. And she's very <laughs> psychic and intuitive, too. She's one of the people I talk to when we give each other messages. That's why I'm not <laughs> going to answer her question. Exactly. I, yeah. Well, you are in good company. We are the light, late bloomer club. That, Bob. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I know you. Why not? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so no, I'm excited, she... Sophia, because I've heard a lot about you. Well, thank you. So what's your question? What's my question? How much time do we have? <laughs> we, we've got five minutes. So you make a question, question quick, you get a long okay. answer. You make it a long question, you get a short answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay um let's see my first question is is i really want to move out of arizona and i am really trying to make that happen and but i'm not quite sure where i'm gonna lay down i'm kind of a gypsy because i'm an artist but um if i'm gonna go to austin back to la keep austin weird and- baby <laughs> Uh, Yeah, what I'm getting around this, okay, Austin did jump out at me, by the way. But what I'm getting around this is that you've been given a bunch of signs and symbols, you've been given a lot of information that's coming in your dreams. 
Uh, and you really need to pay attention to this because it's going to all add up to where you're supposed to be. So pay a lot God, of attention. I hope not. My dreams lately have been very scary. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's I don't want to end up in the bottom of a pool somewhere. <laughs> That, that's, that's your subconscious playing around with the unknown there. Um, but they're, they've been sending you little signs about where you're supposed to be. So think about what the symbolism of pools are for you. Think about um, right. what, what is pulling you towards Austin. Think about these things and then look for confirmation from your guides. A lot of people are like, well, I'm waiting to see a sign. Uh, what I recommend is instead of waiting to see a sign, talk to your guides and go, okay, if it's supposed to be Austin, I'm going to see a blue elephant in the next 24 hours. Oh my God. Okay. okay. And that will give you a very clear read on is Austin the place to go or is it something else, right? People are a little bit too shy. I think sometimes when they approach their, their guides and their counsel, they're like, oh, whatever crumbs you can throw me. No, you're in charge of this journey down here, my dear. <laughs> so give them some well, direction. That's true. I do. I've been seeing California license plates stick out to me a lot, but only because there's a work situation that can transpire there. And essentially that's been my home for 20 years. So I like to be there and in Austin. But well, I that's not an impossibility, right? Uh, in today's no. day and age, with the vaccines coming and everything, you can very easily uh, live in one place, work in another place, show up physically only when you're required to show up. That's one of the blessings of COVID is employers are much more flexible about where you actually are physically located. So it was that helpful. That's very helpful. And I All just, right. um, I like, yeah, thank you very much. So I'll look for the signs. Yeah. And let I'll them know the, the sign you want to look the, for. <laughs> and the purple starfish. <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm going to call back next time you have the radio show and let you know. Okay. What, sounds like, good. Can I ask you know, a question happens? for her? Yeah, absolutely. The question. She just sent someone something. Is it going to sell? Someone going to buy it? Oh, they love it. Yeah, and when I'm getting perfect. it, they love it. I don't know if it's marketable, but they like it. So it may come back as a permutation. Of, it of would what be. You it sent. would come back as a permutation. That's correct. Yeah. Is it something that What's um, a permutation? A chain. Uh, come back. It, chain. It, it's the same thing, but a little bit changed. Like they shift it so that it hits the center of like a target market better. That's sort of that's thing. fine. Yeah, because it's a demo of the song I wrote. Oh, well, there you <laughs> go. Yeah, and the first song that they like, and then I have a second version I put together, and I was going to keep doing it in the studio, but he kept taking my money and milking me for all my money, and I just thought I'm going to send it the way it is. And, and hope for the best from there. Right. Beautiful. Thank you. Blessings. We've got two more callers on hold, so I got to move around along. Love you, Kelly. Thank you so much for Thank joining me. I look forward to hearing the the signs. <laughs> All right. So, who do we have next? It looks like Marla is out there. We have her. All right, Marla. Hello. Hey. Hi. How Full are disclosure, you? Disclosure. I know Marla. Oh, you do. 
<laughs> okay, so this awesome. One's for you, Bob. So do you, Bob. <laughs> you know me as well. Oh, I think I just recognize your voice. Like I've only talked to you once, though, right? You did yeah. only talk to me once. Yeah, there you go. Oh, okay, I know who you are. Okay, perfect. How can we help you? Or how can I help you since we're playing you people we know? Go ahead. <laughs> well, I'm working on a number of projects, and I was wondering if you could give me some insight as to if any of them are going to stick and what you might see them sticking with. So the first thing I got is there's a, are you writing some books, like three of them? Are you writing a book? I'm not, but you're the fourth person who's told me. I am going to be writing another book. Yes, well, I got how many books go. have you how <laughs> many books have you written? Because I got that there's three books. Have you already written two of them? I've been in three compilations. I have one solo self-help slash memoir, and I've written a journal put together a journal. Yeah, so I got that there's three books all together. So that sounds right. But there is another book around you, and I feel like that's another thing. The, the main thing you're supposed to be working on. The other thing I heard. It has something to do with a spiritual journey. I don't know if that's what the book is about or if you're supposed to teach others how to be on their spiritual journey. There you go. That's what it is. It's like a workshop or something to teach others how to be on their spiritual journey. It's not a one and done thing. It's like an ongoing thing, though. So what it feels like to me, 12, like 12 months, 12 sessions, something with the number 12 that you're going to do and that people will definitely be interested in that. I also feel like in terms of that thing, you also might have um, guest speakers appear on it. How many are those? Six? All right, that's a lot. But something about the number six and maybe the number of speakers or other people involved in it. So it's a pretty um, wide program. So it's, it's in-depth. It might be a better way to say it. And I definitely get that all this is starting 2023. That's a long time. So it's got to be before that. So, But I heard 2023. Does that help? probably culminating <laughs> yeah yeah because i feel like a lot That's of the things helpful. you're doing now you're going to give up you're going to stop doing because they're not um either they're not lucrative or you don't get anything out of them I, I think there's kind of a difference between lucrative and getting something out of it in other words lucrative is like oh we're going to make a lot of money off this getting something out of it is more like you know you people see you it kind of attracts business or you're kind of known or it helps you in some way. And I feel like that those are the, the that's the way my brain divides it up because there are things that I do that I get something out of, but I don't make money on it. And there are other things I do that I do make money, but I still get something out of it. So there's both. But I do feel like for you that you're going to stop doing some of the things that you do because they're not, um, I want to say they're time wasters in some way. They weren't always though, like maybe five years ago, but now I feel like wherever you are in your journey that they are. Does that help make sense? It does. It makes a lot of sense. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Anytime. Thank you for calling in, Marla. It's been a yes, pleasure. Yes, great talking to you again. <laughs> I remember you. I do remember. That's funny. Good talking to you both. All right. Good to you both. Thank, Thank you. you. Take care. So let me ask you something, Bob. We're coming up on break here in just a couple of minutes. So if you think about your life before you woke up, and your mm -hmm. life since you woke up. How are, how are things different for you? I have a much broader understanding of why I do things or why things have happened to me. I don't feel as so frustrated or as like, um, 
um, like I didn't achieve anything before because that, so I'll, let me help the audience out yeah, a little bit. Give, so give us I an am, example. <laughs> yeah, I'm 60 and I, I woke up around 49. So, um, and I, I feel like, so in the last 10 years, things have been significantly different than the 49 years before that. So I'm definitely much more um, like driven. I'm more confident because I know I'm doing the right thing. Like I'm doing what, what I know I'm supposed to be doing. And that's one of the changes that happened before I did have a sense of, um, you know, there was a couple of jobs I had where I knew I was doing what I was supposed to be doing, but because of various and sundry things, it got messed up. Now I'm much more careful about protecting that because I do know what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm doing that now. Does that make sense? Does that help? It does, but I'd like you to get like really concrete with us. What's the, okay. what's something that happened before and has happened since and how do they land differently for you? Well, the biggest thing that lands different for me is the relationships I have, especially the, um, the, one of the dating relationships. So uh, before it was much more, um, I don't want to say hit and miss. I was married um, and we're still friends, um, but that was just at a different time. And I think both of us kind of got to that because we still talk to each other. Um, and I think now the people I date, it's different because I realize that they're in my life for a reason, uh, whether it's, you know, a, a minute, a season or forever, whatever that is. I don't have a forever person right now. I've had a couple really good seasons. Um, and I, and as, as those relationships grew to a close, I didn't kind of understand what that was all about as compared to before. I felt like when I look back at the people I did it and when I was like 20 or 30 before I got married, when it ended or whatever that lesson was, I didn't see it. I didn't know why. Uh, so yeah. that's one of the differences. I also feel like money is different now too. Um, I, it comes, um, I look at it differently than before. So now I look at it as something that flows easily, that the universe is going to take care of me. Like, don't worry about it. Where before I was always worried. Um, and even if the bank balance is the same as it was before, like low or whatever it was now, if that were to happen again, I just don't have that sense of worry about it. And it's not because, um, well, I want to say my financial, I think it's more about like my attitude about it. I don't know how else to describe it as compared to what the, what the income coming in is. Yeah, exactly. I, I think for myself previously, if I looked at that bank balance and it was like zero dollars. I would get into this head trash around, oh my God, what if something comes up or whatever? Whereas right. now I look at it and I go, okay, team, I know you're on this and I'm, I'm moving along. Right, <laughs> Show right. me how I'm supposed to help with the rowing if I'm supposed to help with the rowing. Otherwise, it's all good. Well, we are coming up on our first break already uh, and we still have a caller on hold. So everybody who's out there, hang with us. Uh, if you are interested in joining the caller queue, the phone number is 866-472-5795. That's 866-472-5795. You can get a meaning reading from me and Bob or me or Bob or whatever tickles your fancy and hang with us. We'll be right back from the break. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to tellzofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A dot com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. 
How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's tellzofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. In a Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I'm here with the redoubtable Bob the Psychic. Hi. (laughs) And I believe we have a caller on hold. Is Sally still with us, Andrew? I believe she is. Awesome. We are Sally, can you hear us? Yes, I'm here. Yeah. Awesome. How are you doing today, dear? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. What's your question, love? Well, um, I have just finished several years of back taxes. Oh, God, I love you. You deserve many blessings. (laughs) man that's a lot off your shoulders you know I don't know what's to come but there you go okay Uh, but you know my husband and I I'm 60 so I can relate to Bob my husband is 70 um you know we're kind of at that what do we do next stage and we've had our house up for sale pulled it off the market put it back on the market and then took it off the market again because we want more for more for this piece of property than, you know, probably what is happening in this community right now. Mm. So I was wondering if you might have something on that. I have two things. The first thing I heard is when you were talking about the taxes, there's like two more years that you still need to do or something about two more years. One of the years might be 2017. That makes any sense to you? Something about 2017 in two more years. Don't really know much more than that. As for the house, (laughs) my guides are saying you're asking 100,000 over. 
Um, I will tell you this, I am a realist, realtor in a previous life. So uh, in the Phoenix market, if you, um, the, the sign goes up and they get 50 offers and that's not an exaggeration because I'm on some Facebook pages and people saying that's happening. So I know the market's on fire here, ridiculous. Um, I don't know if it's like that where you are, but if it is like that and you're not getting offers, that's a sign that you are the highest bidder on your house. So lower the price or sit it out and hope that it gets to where it's at. That would be my advice. Now, but Julie, is the house going to sell? In... My guys are saying no yeah. I'm selling anytime soon though. So I don't know if, I don't know okay. if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I heard not anytime soon. Yeah. When I pull a card around it, there, it, it's actually a card on healing with intention. You've got something tied up in this property that needs to be released before it'll move. Mm. Uh, so I don't know if it's mm. uh, some kind of attachment or family history or what it is, but you, you're currently in kind of a spiritual contract with the property and that needs to be Yes, cleared. I know. You're right. Yeah. It is cleared. No I one's going to want it till that's cleared. To me, to be honest with you, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it's attached to me. Well, and that may <clears throat> well be. Uh, so I would spend some time out on the land and talking to the land about what it wants, what it needs from you, uh, mm. because your guides will direct you in what you need to be able to wrap up this contract with it. Uh, that's also something I do as well. If it turns out that you have trouble getting to the bottom of it, I can uh, I can spend some time with it because I do wrap up contracts okay. between properties and owners. <laughs> okay, great, great. I can I ask a question about that? Did, did it start when? Did, how yeah. long have you been in the house? My as soon as um, Sophia said that, I heard two thousand and eight. So if that helps you any, so if it's if the connection started in two thousand eight, or you had the house since 2008, that might be the time when whatever this thing is that you're connected to first started or first came up. Hmm. Does that make hmm. any sense? I don't know. No, we've been here since 2013. Okay. Okay. Check, check the news. The minute we moved here, everyone started dying in my family. It was very Yeah. Check, check the news. And my mother came to live with me. Yeah, check the news for things that happened on or near that property around 2008, and it might give you some clues. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. So call the library. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. It's got a, it's got a, this, this whole land right here has a lot of history to it. And, uh, you know, we've had property clearings and things like that, but. Um, they haven't worked. Yeah, I kind of feel like it's got a hold on me. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the clearings well, haven't worked. As my, well, my, my guys are saying the clearings have not worked. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, well, that would kind of explain it. <laughs> yeah. It's, what, what I'm getting is okay. the problem is deeper than most land clearing people go into. And so, I, as I said, yeah, okay. really connect with the land. I mean, like, take off your shoes, put your feet on it, sit you know, with your bare bum on the soil kind of thing and see what the land okay. has to tell you. Okay, great. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate you. You're, You're welcome. So welcome. Thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate you too. <laughs> yeah. oh. Love Aww. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Awesome. So let's see here. You know, we were talking about money and we just briefly 
kind of brushed over that it's a little bit different for you now that you've awoken. Talk to me a little bit about how it feels differently. And was this a conscious shift for you or this is something that just kind of came in at some point? Um, it was something that just came in at points. Um, I think the biggest um, surprise or the biggest thing that I noticed is when I decided that I was going to um, give up my other jobs and become a full time and, be, and do this work full time and, uh, um, and let it support me 100%, that that was a huge risk, a huge like leap of faith that it was going to work out. And it has worked out and it started slowly and then it has just continued to grow. So I think that's one of the things where I'm just like, you become committed to the idea and whatever it takes to make it work and make it fly. Um, so that's one of the things that I realized I can generate that income. I didn't believe, I've been looking back 10 years ago, would I believe that? No. Yeah, exactly. How do you kind of approach your business differently? I know you've been self-employed for quite a bit of your life. Years, right. Yeah. And so how does this business feel or function differently than your other businesses or does it not actually function? Um, it functions um, differently because I'm much more um, motivated to do it or much more, I want to say even successful at it. I know I told the last caller that I was a realtor and I, um, I was, I still have my real estate license. Um, and when I was selling residential resale, it was, um, it was a lot of not, I don't know, what's the best way to describe it? I got burned out doing it. And I felt that there were um, not a lot of, um, you would run into people who are completely dishonest, not all of them and not a significant, but every so often you would. And it really turned my stomach on the whole thing. So that was one thing. So it was just frustrating. And I felt that I was always, you know, up against it where with this, I don't feel that way. I mean, I do. Um, I just know people are going to go on to my website, bobbypsychic.com. They're going to book an appointment and I'm going to get X amount every week. And that's kind of how it works. And every now I'm working on changing that number in my head. And I notice the number has changed, but it's very consistent. Um, whereas before my income, when I was self-employed as a realtor, it was not consistent. Um, and I didn't- Good I didn't closing months and bad closing months. <laughs> right. And I didn't enjoy that. And I just didn't like it. So, and it, it really got into my head. It starts to make you, back then about running about your self-worth and about um, just all that whole worthiness thing and beating yourself up about it. And in this, since I've been doing this, I don't have that anymore. I know that, um, I know from just that place of love and life that when I tell someone something, I'm probably right. Um, although I might not be, and I'm more than willing to be open to that. But I know, but I've learned from doing this is more than 90% of the time I am right. Or people will say, well, that didn't make sense. Okay, no worries. And then they'll call me back two days later. Oh my gosh, when you said whatever. And I now told it you it didn't sense. make sense. Yeah, now it does. So yeah. that's kind of how I know that. And I've attracted a whole great new group of friends and associates through this kind of work that I didn't have before because there's no, I feel like before there's always that sense of competition, even though there's enough business for everyone. But there's competition. But in this line of when you're doing this, there is no competition. We're all just there to help each other. I mean, I refer people to other psychics all the time. If there's some question comes up that I either don't like the answer I gave or I felt like I'm not um, giving them the best that they can have. There's people I, I refer to. And I don't know any other psychics that do that. But I do because I like I would just rather be in the hunt to get people 
what they really want and what they really need as compared to just being like, okay, I, I know everything. And if I don't know it, no one else does. <laughs> well, there are people who are like that. I mean, that, I mean well, that's the amazing thing about doing this kind of work, right? Because it, there is no competition for Bob the psychic because Bob the psychic has a certain energy and a certain way that he engages and people know that you're the right person for them. Correct. just by interacting with you and it's the same with Sophia the healer mm -hmm. you know it's like I I saw you I connected I heard you whatever it was and I knew you were the one that I needed to talk to right and I get that all the time you know and that's you know and in the beginning it was like really I was surprised but now I'm like oh thank you I always take it as a compliment and I always feel as though it never goes to my head or my ego I'd, I'd be the last one to to say oh I'm the best mm -mm. So, and I feel like that keeps you humble. And I feel like that keeps the business coming in because people know you're just out there to help them. And I yeah. feel like it comes across in a lot of the other, the things I do publicly too. Absolutely. So what do you have to say to somebody who's maybe a little newer on their journey earlier in the process, who's sitting there going, well, I'm not this amazing intuitive message giver kind of person. What, what do you tell people who are earlier on their path who are doing that comparison thing? Um, I tell them that, you know, everyone grows at their own pace. And that the key for me, like when I started, I did the same thing all the time. So for example, I would um, like, I would help lay in bed and ask in your head, you know, what did I, what, what did I learn today? And what do I need to know about tomorrow? And eventually you'll hear something or you'll see something. And once you catch that, they're like, oh, look at that. And it just kind of grows slowly. I mean, I've been doing this for 10 years. And I will tell you that every year my gift gets better. It changes. So some of the impressions and the things I got now, even in the callers we've talked to, would I have gotten that a year ago or two years ago? Maybe, probably not though, because my gift is changing just the more connections you get. So I feel like you have to be patient with yourself that you'll look around and you'll find, um, if you go to YouTube, for example, there are a ton of meditations out there to help open up whatever it, you need to do. And you'll be attracted to the right ones. I know for me, I'm attracted to the ones that don't have a voice where there's someone not necessarily talking, but there's a music and a tone. Plus, if you start going and seeing psychics or you go to a psychic fair, you'll know, or if you allow yourself to know who you're supposed to talk to, who you're attracted to. Um, and after a while, it just becomes something you just do all the time. And you hear, for me, since I'm clear audience, that means I hear stuff. I just hear what I'm supposed to do. Or I just, um, it's usually hear more than feel it. And I know a lot of other people see stuff. So, you know, occasionally I'll see something, but not usually I just like hear it. And my guys yeah, I, I think one of the things that I noticed the most, I, I've had a couple of different groups that I've walked through, like opening their gifts. Uh, the, the most important thing I find to let go of is this comparison. Yes. And Bob I, hears things. I don't hear anything when I walk in the room. I'm broken. No, you are not broken. Mm -mm. Let go of the need to hear things. Let go of the need to see things and just get curious to what shows up. Correct. Because I used to do that to myself. Like I, when I first started, started realizing, oh, I can give people messages and I would be around someone and they would be able to give more or they do something different. I'd be like, well, I'm not any good. Look how good they are. So, right. And to get out of that mindset is hard. So there are still people around me who I feel like, okay, their, their gift is, here's the way I look at it now. 
their gift is just different than mine. So they can go further in one way than I can. So when I refer someone to someone else, I'm like, this is the specific thing you're going to ask them about because in my gift, it, it doesn't go deep enough or it's not going to answer for it. And I know it and I'm not going to waste your time. So that's how that part works. But I do agree with that about, you know, comparison is hard. And because we all compare ourselves to everyone else, you know, what are you wearing? What do you look like? You know, yeah, who your how, friends how are. do I know if I'm making progress? Right, all of that. So enough? I yeah, yeah, try not to do that. Um, and it's, I'll tell you, that is hard. I mean, it is a lot of hard work. So I'm, so really? for people who are newer at this, I just usually say, be gentle, keep doing the same thing. If you know, you can always ask for advice. You can ask other people what they think or get or whatever, the people that you learn and that you know and trust. And mm-hmm. you'll just kind of know, but it is a very slow process. It doesn't happen overnight. And the first, like the first time I channeled, I was laying on my couch at the, uh, at my old apartment. And all of a sudden I just had my eyes closed and I started talking and I was like, mm, that was interesting. I didn't really know what it was. And I called friend. I'm like, okay, I just did the sheet. And she was like, yeah, that's what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. I'm you're like, channeling. Oh, that's it yeah, right there. Yeah. <laughs> and now I realize I channel all the time. I mean, even when I'm doing readings, I don't really, I mean, sometimes it's, you know, I close my eyes and do the whole, but most of the time when I'm drawing cards, I just know I am and just giving people messages. So even in the caller's day, when I'm like, well, I heard blah, blah, blah. That's me channeling. That's me, you know, because how would I know that if I didn't, right? Yeah, exactly. And I, I find for myself, I, I have a unique challenge. And I know a lot of the people that come to me kind of have the same challenge in that I'm a knower. And it takes a lot of sorting out internally to figure out, well, what's me thinking about things? And what's the inspired thought that arrives? And mm-hmm. so that, that was always a fun uh, area of development, especially when I was getting started right? And, and kind of learning what it is. But at some point you learn to, to recognize the difference. It, it feels different. It doesn't come with emotions attached to it. It's just like, boom, there it is. Correct. <laughs> Great. <laughs> correct, correct. So we are coming up on the break here again, but when we come back, I want to talk to you about What's the most challenging area in life to remain kind of spiritually based for you? So hold that thought and we'll be right back from the break. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Hey, beautiful soul, Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827. And let me know, how has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you and go out and live soul first. 
It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. Uh, Just a reminder, if you would like a mini reading from me or Bob or both of us, uh, go ahead and call that number that the announcer just gave. I will repeat it for you while you're grabbing your pen and paper. It's 866-472-5795. We'd love to hear from you and answer your heartfelt question today. So before we went to the break, Bob, I posed an interesting question to you, which is what's the hardest area for you to remain spiritually guided in? Well, there is a conflict in my family. And I think that is where it is. I have a conflict with my brother and sister. Yes, um, family and is always a special. Family challenge. seems to that seems to be the hardest thing. It's um, because one of the things that happens in that situation is it's it's very emotional, and mm-hmm. your emo- my emotions get the best of me, and I say something I probably shouldn't say, um, and I do do that, and I openly admit it. And there yeah. is, um, well, you and know, family knows where all the best buttons are, and they went right, and the family they the, go straight for it; they don't hold yes. back. And they, um, the situation that was created was exactly about that. It was all about pushing buttons. So that would be the hardest place for me to be spiritually motivated. I feel like in terms of other relationships around me, like romantic relationships, um, that's sometimes diff- difficult too. Like you want to know why and like, you, you know, but I've noticed now is by taking a step back and staying out of like your ego about it. And just kind of being open that that's helped me there. But usually I want to say the hardest one for me is family. The rest is pretty easy. I mean, I just carry myself differently. I just look at things in a different point of view. I don't, you know, I don't know how to describe that. So how do you handle it when you start getting sucked in over your head and they're in your button? Um, How how do you snap yourself out of it? Well, it's hard. I usually... um, I like to say that I, I like take a deep breath and kind of move away. Well, the only communication uh, right now with them is written. So it's easy to, all right, they sent me something. I don't have to look at it now and be in the right space frame of mind. 
If it was a conversation though, I feel as though, um, how do I do that when I'm in a, you, I don't let myself get into heated conversations that way. In other words, I, I do notice this, like when there's um, a conversation I need to have with someone who's very close to me and it needs to be about something personal. Usually I kind of set it up by saying, all right, I need to talk to you about something and let me say what I need to say before you say anything. And yes. then after that, you'll speak and I won't say anything. And that way, if it gets heated, we're kind of following rules about how to have the conversation. Yeah. So I, that like way, that, it, I like that you've structured it that way, right? Mm-hmm. You've given yourself the, the space to say, okay, let's, let's do this in writing and the permission to let it sit there until you're ready to respond. Right. I know a lot of us have been, myself personally, have, has been trained up, well, you've got to respond like right away. <laughs> And, it took and that's a while. rarely a good plan. Because <laughs> I've learned that when I respond right away, that's not the right response. Yeah. And then you say something you shouldn't have and blah, 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 because they've already, whatever they have communicated has all the buttons pushed in it because they know exactly how to do it. And I'm sure that when I would communicate back to them, I do the same. So I'm not innocent there. Um, <laughs> right. It so, takes two to maintain a pattern. <laughs> yes, it does. But I do notice now, though, one of the things that's happening is if I have something that I need to say about that to create it, like write it and then let it sit or for a few minutes and go back and look and take the emotion and stuff out of it. And then it sounds more, I want to use the word professional, but yeah, more grounded, yeah, I want to say. Exactly. But, the heart, but family, the ground, that's just hard. It's just something... Um, that you just have to, I want to say in some ways, get used to some people. I mean, I'm in, um, cause I do, cause of the work I do. So I do hear stuff from both women and men about their relationships and what's going on around them. And a lot of them, I'm, I, I listen to them talk and I just hear them talking in circles. I'm like, okay, so why are you doing that again? Or what, you know, or if you, and so I've learned to ask leading questions to help them get out of that. Or even the thing I was just talking about, about the rule of the conversation, like who's going to speak and all that. I got that along the way through other experiences that I have. I've been in therapy, who hasn't? Um, and that was one of the things that therapists talked about and did. And I find that to be very helpful. I use that. I use that all the time when I need yeah. to use it. The person, my closest friend right now, we have conversations like that. We haven't had one in a while, but when something came up, I remember I'm like, okay, we need to talk about this. Here's the rules of the conversation. Mm-hmm. So that way, if it doesn't feel like an attack on that person. Yeah. Because I feel like if you start, and I've learned this already, my words to my brother and sister sound like an attack. I know that just as their words to me sound like an attack. I don't want to say they are attacking, but okay. So, and that's just, I mean, that's what happens, right? You get entrenched in this enemy Mm -hmm. enemy mode, right? And you assume that anything incoming is assaultive. Correct. Because we have an advert, unfortunately, because of the situation that's created, we do have an adversarial relationship. And yeah. when I saw that that was what was being created and I said something about it, it fell on deaf ears. So here we are. But when yeah. it first, when I first found out about before it got to where it is now, I said, um, this is not going to work because we're going to be adversarial. And the, they were like, oh, no, no, okay. Oh, it'll be fine. And now right. everybody's at loggerheads. <laughs> right. Yeah, there's a beautiful book out there called Nonviolent Communication. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to pick it up and read it again because the I forget the name of the author on this book, but they've literally like sat in Palestine and Israel with groups on both sides and facilitated that kind of communication mm. in that that heated environment. And I love one of the secrets that's in there is to really listen for common ground. 
you know, let the other person just dump it all out and really listen for the common ground as it's coming out. The things that you can agree with them with, the things that you can support them in and lead with the agreement when you're responding to them. Uh, and once they've dumped it all out, then they're more willing to listen to your side because they've, they've got it all out there. They've been affirmed that you've received their message. And then they're more willing to listen afterwards. So I, I really enjoy that book. And I'm going to go back and, and read the other, it. Again. The other thing that just came to me as you were saying that. So one of the other things from where I learned the part about that rule is to make sure you're actually listening to the person, what they're saying, instead of trying to figure out what you're going to say next. Exactly. That's and and that's a hard... what you think you heard, right? right? I'm hearing you say X, Y, Z. Is this accurate? Because we tend to, I know for myself, so let's drop the we. I know for myself, I make up stories about what it is they're saying to me. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> I agree. I do that yeah. too. Mm -hmm. And so if I can, if I can affirm to them, what I'm hearing is X, Y, Z, it, it kind of keeps me from going off into story land. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So another question for you, and I know this is sometimes a, a tender one in the spiritual world. How do you know when you're being truly spiritual and when your ego has like put on spiritual clothes? <laughs> oh, wow. Um, I know I'm being in my ego when I start thinking, no, I'm right and you're wrong. Or especially if someone, um, if I'm doing a reading or a consultation and I want, and it doesn't happen very often now because I, because I guess it just stops. That's one way. Um, another way is whether um, it's like how the information comes to me, like how I feel. So as long as I'm like grounded and not wound up in some ways, I know it's the true, whatever the true communication. But when I get wound up, or if someone has been, you know, annoying me or something like whatever's happened before, then I know that that's not the right message. So sometimes I'll have something come up during the day and I have canceled appointments saying, you know what, I'm just not in the right mindset for this. Mm -hmm. So can we just move it? And people are open to that. They understand. So I feel like that's one of the things too. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm just committed to make sure I'm really helping people because I know that, um, I'm depending on them to grow my business or to just, you know, help me with that, however that comes. Um, so I want to help as many people as I can. Because to me, that's the biggest joy. It's not about, oh, how much money is in my PayPal account? That just comes along with it. That's like the bonus at the end of the week. I'm like, oh, look, I helped, I helped 20 people this week. Awesome. I made money. <laughs> and oh, and, and there's money in the PayPal? Awesome. But there's yeah. things I do too that where I don't expect anything back. Um, for example, I do Facebook Live twice a week, um, Tuesday mornings at 10.30. I do them um, Thursday evenings at um, 6.30 Arizona time for everyone who wants to see that. And if you go to my Facebook yeah, page- Well, you can find yeah. all of Bob's uh, contact information at sovereignself.media. And he so, has a special offer out there too. We're kind too. of at but that But let me just finish anyway. this thought though. So the part about the, the reason I brought up the Facebook yeah. Live is that's not an event where it's going to end up in my PayPal account. I know that. But I like doing it because that's like my way of giving back and it keeps you humble in a way to me because it's like, I'm going to talk to people and help them as best I can. And I will say this too, the people that come, it's the same names every week. That's great. Are they ever going to buy a reading from me? Nah, probably not. But that's okay. I'm still helping them wherever they are in life. So to me, that kind of keeps you 
I don't know, out of my ego about it. I, I don't know. Does that make yeah. sense? Well, that's and it, it brings, I think, balance. I know mm -hmm. I was talking to another practitioner a couple of weeks back and they were saying, you know, I, I, I've done a lot of like give, 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 give. And I said, yeah, that's a little out of balance. She's like, yeah, my, my team has been telling me that it's out of balance. And I said, the rule of thumb that's worked for me, if I'm going to like gift a session to an actual like individual as opposed to like a Facebook live or something like that, I have to have eight paying clients for one free. And that, okay. that keeps me from giving away the bank. <laughs> So tell me, uh, Bob, about this gift that you brought, because I don't want to run out of time. Oh, here. yes. So um, for people who are uh, listening or watching, so I'm offering 20% um, off a 30-minute reading or a 60-minute reading for me. The offer will go for the entire month of March. It should work. Um, and you have the link there. I don't know what the link is. So you yes, have go to sovereignself.media. And Bob is at the top of the speaker gifts page. So you can... You can get to his website. You can get links to the website, to Facebook, to coupon codes, all that good stuff. Right. So you can do that there. And um, that's my gift because I'd love to talk to people who are watching this, see how I can help them. Um, and a good time will be had by all. That's usually what I say. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So let's see. We've got a couple of minutes here before we close. Um, tell me a Tell me the first time that you connected with a guide and that you were able to actually identify, oh, I'm connected with this guide. Wow. Um, so my guides call themselves the Jeromes and Jerome is my middle name. So I feel as though that had to be the first time I, when was the first time? Someone had to have asked me, you know what? I'm not really sure how I knew that, but I do know. And sometimes I don't see them so much, but I do see guides around other people. But the first time, and oh, well, let's talk about that. So the first time I saw a guide around, that's a recent thing. So in the earlier today, I said about how my gift has been evolving and all these the same. So the seeing the guides around people, that's a new thing. I just kind of close my eyes and I just kind of see them. I don't know how else to describe it. Um, they look like, um, well, usually there are some that look like spirits, and there are some that look like, for lack of a better description, you know, when you go and buy like a piece of juicy fruit gum, it's like long and thin in the aluminum foil. It yeah. looks like that aluminum foil sticking straight up. And those are the <laughs> ones that, um, that I, I know what they do, but they don't communicate. But the ones that do communicate look like spirits or guides. But the first time I did it, it did scare me. But now they talk to me all the time. Like I can, you know, just be quiet and ask to hear from them. Usually most of the communication I do while really like laying in bed before I go to sleep. So if I'm, you know, ready to relax, I'll close my eyes and see what comes in. I like that. I like that. So do you see anyone floating around me today? I'm, I'm going to ask it. <laughs> I feel like there's two of them, at least. One of them is on your, um, which shoulders? That's got to be your left shoulder. And one is over on your right, like over behind you on your right. But they look like angels. They're in like an orbit. Nice. So if that makes any sense. I don't know. Sometimes I've said to people, oh, you know, there's a being here, whatever. And I did have people say, oh, you know what? I always have a weird feeling over there. My best example is I told a woman that um, your daughter, you haven't had her yet, but she's attached to you on your left side. And she said to me, you know, every time I get in the shower, I always feel like something tingling, like on my left side. I'm like, yeah, that's her. 
So you get that weird confirmation from people yeah. when you say stuff like that. Like sometimes I'll just say something. I'm like, that just sounded crazy to me. And they'll be like, oh, no, no, that's perfectly right. So I've also learned in doing this, you just have to don't focus it. Just, uh, you know, let it out. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining me. My today, pleasure. Bob. It has been a pleasure as always. And thank you to all our listeners out there and especially our, our caller inners who had questions. We really enjoy doing an interactive show when we can. If you would like to see a particular topic or person on the show, you can email me at askzofia, that's A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A at transformationspace.co. If you want to join me tomorrow evening for Life Between Lives, go to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash spirit talks one, S-P-I-R-I-T-T-A-L-K-S numeric one. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 